Hello, everyone. It's Raquel Ark. It's time to work smarter and feel better together. Welcome back to Your Listening Superpower Podcast, where we explore listening as a superpower that transforms communication into connection, both at work and at home. Listen in on inspiring conversations with authors, scientists, and leaders that will open your mind about what is possible and give you communication tools for your leadership toolbox that you can use right away. Let's have fun discovering and growing our listening superpower together. Welcome to the Listening Superpower Podcast. And my name is Raquel Ark. I am your host for this podcast where we explore listening in ways that might surprise you so that we can catalyze more listening in the world to make a place where we can work smarter and feel better together. Um, this is my fir first podcast this year. In December, I had recorded a short podcast and told you I'd be taking a break for a couple of weeks to visit family over the holidays. And I ended up staying a little bit longer. It was really great to have that time in Florida and Puerto Rico with uh, people I hadn't seen for such a long time. This pandemic time really took took away time with people that I cared for, so I, I took advantage. And, and nowadays, when you can work from abroad, that makes things a little bit easier. Love that. Anyway, um, I'm back on track. I'm looking forward to 2023. We have an exciting list of guests that are in plan. Um, our next guest, which will soon be uploaded after this particular podcast, is with an amazing woman, Meta Johansson, who does many things. And one of the things that drives her is also helping to bring more voices on stage to be heard. And so for many of you who would like to have your voice heard or would like to hear diverse voices being heard, you'll love to listen to that podcast. She gives lots of stories, tells her story from being a shy girl to someone speaking on stage to tips on how to increase the quality of our voice and how to connect with our audience, even giving presentations at work. So make sure that you check that out. So today I wanted to do a couple of things. I wanted to just share some thoughts I had when I was flying back to Germany. I wanted to continue the conversation about how to get people to listen to you. We started that in December and I just shared a few ideas. And even though there's so much more, I'll share a few more ideas today. But first, I wanted to share with you that when I was younger, you know, I grew up between two different cultures. My father lived in Puerto Rico, my mom and my mom, mom's family was in Ohio. And so as children, starting at a young age, we would fly back and forth a couple times a year, my sister and I. And I remember, you know, that was before we, you had phones and movies and whatnot. And I always loved to sit next to the window and stare out the window at the clouds and, the, and that perspective and think about life. I used to do that for years until like the last few years. I think once I had a child, <laughs> that sometimes distracts us. Anyway, um, I do it every so often. But I, to be honest, I had gotten out of that routine, often either sleeping or watching movies, movies instead. But this time, when I was flying back from... Of Florida, I decided to look out the window and try it again. And it was great. So at the beginning of this year, last week, when I was literally flying over the ocean on my way back, I was looking out the window 
and I noticed the soft clouds and I noticed that there were, there was an airplane in the distance. In fact, later on, I saw another airplane in the distance, one that was farther away, one that was closer. I was happy that we were at different places and that we were still safe, but yet flying at the same time. I noticed the glow of the sun because the sun started to descend and, and then it disappeared underneath the clouds and then it was dark. And I, as I was noticing all of this, I just felt so calm. I just opened my mind to listen to what 2023 wanted to bring for me. And what happened instead is a sense of gratefulness, a, great, a sense of gratefulness for many things. And I wanted to share a few with you. And I wrote this in my newsletter, and I wanted to share that with you here on the podcast too. I am so grateful for my health, how my physical body supports me to move, to breathe, also to listen, my ears, right? Or all the other senses that we use to listen, to connect with others, to connect with ourselves, and to have energy. I'm also grateful that I'm able to slow down, but that I can also speed up when it's needed, that I'm able to do both. And to be honest, sometimes I forget that I have control over that. So I was paying attention to that. And that's something I want to pay attention to this year. When do I want or when do I choose to slow down? And when do I choose to speed up? And what's needed in that moment? I'm also very grateful for the role that listening is playing in my life, not only to connect to amazing people, but also to help imagine new things and to discover new ideas and to grow, but also to set boundaries, to know when, I, when to say stop and when to say no. I am grateful and inspired by so many people who, who are interested and who care for the people around them. There are so many of you who are listening to this, who share stories where I, it gives me hope. Also people with influence, you have a lot of influence with the people in your environment. And so when you are interested and when you care for them, for our earth, for humanity, that's that gives me hope. And I know that even if we hear a lot of these things going out in the world, I know that there's many of us who are heading in another direction that have the, the potential for change in the way that we want it. I'm also grateful for these moment-to-moment, day-to-day supports and inspirations that show up by amazing people in ways that sometimes is unexpected and surprising. And so I want to thank you. You know who you are if you're listening to this. So those are a few things that I'm grateful for, and I can tell that as I share them with you, this helps to uplift me. And as I said in the December podcast, one of the things that I want to do is to see what do I want to extend in my life, what do I, as if the sun were shining longer in the day, that brings light and energy. And this being grateful and appreciating what's these things that really make a difference in my life is part of that extension. So I want to wish you a great start into the new year and maybe take a moment to see and share what you are also grateful for. So now that I had my little inspiration, <laughs> let's get to the practical stuff. Well, that is also practical, but let's go practical in terms of how do I get people to listen to me? <laughs> In the next podcast, if you listen to that from Meta, she will share with you about how to vary your voice, the tone of your voice, the quality of your voice, that that helps your audience, audience to listen to you. So she will give tips about that. One of the things that I've also learned and that has helped me 
and you may notice this in my podcast or when I'm interviewing people, that if we have the same rhythm in our voice all the time, it might be nice, but it might rock you to sleep. So I can tell you this, and I can tell you the next thing, and I can tell you the next thing. And then all of a sudden, I've rocked you to sleep, and you have no idea what I said. So one of the important things is to change your tone of voice. Sometimes you go up, sometimes you go down, sometimes you slow down, sometimes you speed up. But this varied voice helps people to stay interested and to listen to you easier. And it's something to really practice and pay attention to. And if you listen to the next podcast, you'll learn some fun ways to do this. In episode 17, I interviewed Alyssa Weinzimmer and this podcast was about also was about unlocking your authentic voice and speaking your truth. But this, this podcast was different. In this podcast and from Alyssa, I learned how to speak like a box of chocolates. And what does this mean? Often when we're in meetings or we're presenting, we have a limited time. And so we're just trying to get all of our information out within a short period of time. And we're moving as fast as we can, or in a meeting, we're moving from one point to the next. And we never have a chance to let things sink in. So if you think about speaking like a box of chocolates, then this is giving your listeners one chocolate at a time. If you give them one chocolate, they put it into their mouth, they chew on it, they're like, oh, that's karma. Mm, I like that. They swallow. You give them the next chocolate. Mm, oh, that's mint. Ah, uh, mint's not my favorite, but it's okay. They swallow it. Then you give them the next flavor. So you're giving them one thought at a time. If you feed them chocolates too fast, their mouth will be stuffed. All the, the different textures and tastes will meld together, will kind of mesh together. They won't know the difference and they might get indigestion. That's not what you want. So feeding people one chocolate at a time, what does that mean? That means noticing your thoughts. Are you giving them one thought at a time? If you notice every so often I pause, that's giving you one chocolate at a time. It could also be moving from one agenda point to another that when you finish one agenda point, you pause and check in and make sure everything's understood and that the next steps are clear before moving to the next agenda point. That means that you don't get distracted with multiple points or if someone else starts going off track that you bring them back and park that next thought, that next chocolate to another, to a later meeting or to later on in the meeting if you have time. That means changing your voice and maybe varying it every so often so that the brain shifts to another thought, to another chocolate. That means being clear with what you want to emphasize and not just throwing everything into the same bucket. That means knowing what your clear message is and making sure that it's connected um, to what you're saying. So there's lots of ways to think about the chocolate. And then you can start paying attention if people are connecting with your chocolates. And if you don't know, instead of rambling on and keeping on talking, like I said last time, pause and stop and check. Check for understanding. Ask questions. Have people write things in chats, what they understood or what their questions are. Use whiteboards. These are all creative ways that you can feed people one chocolate at a time. And I will tell you, you'll enjoy that box of chocolates a lot more. 
So that is in episode 17 and my little interpretation of that insight from what Alyssa shared. That's episode 17. And the last thing I'd like to share with you for today is one of the researchers I also have interviewed a few times, Guy Ichikoff. We have two episodes with him, one where he's talking about the power of listening circles and the research and what it shows. And we did an episode recently in the last few months where he shared his latest research. So definitely check that out. We'll put the links in also in this episode in the notes. And he just sent me some research that he did that was published in 2020. And if I give you some context, International Women's Day is coming up. And so there's a lot of talk about, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I was asking him, you know, are, is there any research around listening in diversity, equity, inclusion? And for those researchers who are listening, there's a gap here and we need some more research here. But what he did send me was some research he had done on prejudice and whether high quality listening will help someone become less prejudiced. And this is an article that is in the Journal of Experimental Social Psychology. It's number 91. It in, was in 2020. And the article's name is, Can High Quality Listening Predict Lower Speakers' Prejudice Attitudes? And so for you researchers, you can check that out. I'll just give a brief description of some of the conclusions here for those who just want the practical side of things. But basically what they found out, what he found out, and their group found out, this is not only Guy, this is also Netta Weinstein, Nicole Legate, and Modi Amar. They found that, so in this article, they were looking at, and they brought in the, the topic of prejudice. They were looking to see if people have these strong opinions how, what will happen if they have someone who is a high quality listener versus someone who is doing moderate to low quality listening? High quality listening is when we, we listen with no judgment. And we, in our listening, we are interested, we are objective, we are neutral, and we it's not just that you don't say anything. You actually are actively participating in the conversation through asking open questions that help that person to think further. So not leading questions, but open questions. You are perhaps reflecting back what you understood to be important to them, or you reflect back the feelings that you're noticing are showing up in a way that helps them just to hear themselves. Perhaps you can even bring in a challenge, but the challenge is done in a descript with descriptive language in a way that's non-judgmental, just to maybe have them perhaps think in a different way. This is possible, but it's connected to what they have said, and it shows that you're listening, that you're interested, that you're making efforts to understand their perspective, and that you care for their well-being. So if you listen in this way, then that person will feel safe. And the research shows they will feel that the people who were, had high quality listeners, they were able to self-reflect even further, which brought up hidden thoughts or even contradictory thoughts in their minds that they didn't realize that they had. So this means that there are probably other thoughts in your mind. We don't always realize what we're thinking 
or like contradictory thoughts might be, oh, my boss is horrible. But if you really reflect on it, well, actually my boss in these situations may not listen very well to this group of people, but in this situation, they listen very well to the needs of the organization. So they start seeing that actually it's not just black or white. There's a lot of gray in between. And as they start to realize this, they begin to change and become less extreme, less prejudiced, and more open to change. What does this mean for you? If you have someone in a stakeholder that has very strong opinions and even may be defensive, one of the best things you can do in that moment is to practice high quality listening and just take a deep breath, neutralize yourself, get curious and explore with them. And then notice how this changes their ideas about their strong opinions and strong ideas. It doesn't mean they'll change completely, but they'll become less extreme, less opinionated, more open to other ideas. And the chances that they will listen to you after and be open to some thoughts that you bring in will be much higher. And plus, perhaps you've understood them better so that when you do suggest something or you bring in some ideas, that you're able to connect more in the middle instead of one, I'm the, this winning, losing perspective. So those are a few things to help people to listen to you even more. And as always, it starts with you listening to yourself, getting clear with yourself before you even go into that situation. So enjoy practicing. Let me know what you discover, what works, what happens. And maybe you have some other tips for me that would help me bring to my listeners. Please reach out with questions, with thoughts, with ideas, and I'm happy to bring them into the podcast. And I look forward to our listening journey together in this 2023 as we help to become better communicators and connect more with the people around us, with ourselves, and to work and enjoy life in a healthier way. Thanks for listening to the Listening Superpower Podcast. You have just enjoyed your listening superpower podcast, where we dive into how to work smarter and feel better at work and at home. This is an independent show, so please show your support by subscribing, leaving a five-star review, and telling your friends. Also, if you or somebody you know has experienced listening superpowers being put into practice, email me at listeningsuperpower at gmail.com or send a voicemail at plus four nine one seven three two three four zero seven two two. If you want your team to grow their listening superpowers, you can find more information at listeningalchemy.com. I'm your host, Raquel Ark. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Cecilia Mercado, for your amazing podcast production, Dorta Streicher for your impactful artwork, and Evo Tiemann for your inspiring music. It's been fun and see you guys on the next episode.